10.10 now, and we're talking once again this morning to Andy Johnstone, who recently immigrated from the UK to Calgary. We say hello again. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, Andy. Thank you for joining us. I know you've been glued to the TV set this morning. You spent time in the Royal Air Force in Britain. You've been honoured by the Royals. How was it for you watching the pomp and pageantry and, and frankly, the sadness of the Queen's funeral this morning? Well, I've got to say, as, a, as an ex-military man, um, I think the British do the pomp and ceremony um, better than anybody else. It was, it was quite moving to watch. Um, and a historic moment. But just to watch the uh, the royal family who've had to deal with this grief over the last uh, 10 days or so um, in public, so busy, not a moment seemingly to even mourn, mm-hmm. but I know they get another seven days um, mourning beyond the sort of public 10 days. But just a, a feeling of um, sadness, but admiration for the Queen, admiration for the royal family and um, <clears throat> admiration for the for the military who, who did not put a foot wrong or, uh, or the horses even a hoof wrong. I'm wondering, you know, how it makes you feel, Andy, looking at these images that we're watching on TV that just looks like beautiful countryside at this point and, of course, the history of the buildings that we have seen in the images. But for me, I've, I've never been there. For you, these are roads, these are monuments and, and structures you've been close to, been around. Is there a sense of homesickness knowing that you're watching something that you used to, you know, it used to be your playground to a certain extent? That's a good question. And actually, uh, one of my daughters sent me a message this morning and asked me exactly that question. Uh, and I said, no, I don't, I don't feel sad. And I remarked about the amount of coverage on Canadian TV and radio. So, um, no, I'm not feeling homesick. But it is great to see um, a lot of the historical landmarks, which I know well. Um, as we spoke last time, I received my uh, officer of the most excellent order of the British Empire from Windsor Castle, from the then Prince Charles, now King Charles. Um, so, yeah, very familiar uh, and great to see that. What kind of an honour would it be, Andy, for those military members who are participating in the services today? Uh, how would they feel about that? Are they are they sort of hand-chosen? Is it a, a whole regiment that would be picked? How does that work? Well, first and foremost, huge honour and something they'll remember um, <clears throat> for the rest of their lives, as is the case for, for anybody who meets a member of the royal family. Um, but, I mean, a certain amount of this is fate because... The people are in the jobs at the time when the Queen passed, which meant they were ready and able to uh, be part of this. Um, They would be trained for it and prepared for it, and that's always been the case. But there's an element of fate. You know, you happen to be in the job with that duty at that time when the Queen passed. So, um, But of course, you know, all the military are well-trained. The people who would be ready to take on these roles um, would be especially well-trained. People taking on these roles that we're seeing, and again, in these official roles, the beautiful colors and, and, uh, you know, the the pageantry involved, that's part of the military. But the other part, and somebody with extensive background in military, that we're not seeing is the security detail. And I think that's got to be a real tribute. We're we're seeing what we're supposed to see. We're not seeing stuff in the background. So you can tell us your thoughts on that and and if you had to be part of a mission like this. I think this is probably the greatest or, or largest gathering of, of leaders and royals from around the world. Um, a historic moment, which will probably be one of the most historic moments of this century. 
But the security behind that in one of the largest capitals in the world uh, and in a capital which is very condensed, uh, the, the security behind the scenes um, is, is incredible. I mean, there'll be snipers on rooftops. There'll be all sorts of preparations. But again, and I would say this, I think the British uh, ability to deal with these huge events and to provide world-class outstanding security, again, is second to none. Agree. And it's it's gone off so beautifully. And it's amazing to see the, the enormous crowds of people who are out paying their respects and have been all morning long or all day long. I'm curious, though, what you think about... Uh, like royal merchandise or the merch and the fact that there's just been a boom in that sort of thing, people <laughs> wanting to buy anything with the Queen's likeness on it. How do you feel about that kind of stuff? Well, I, I'll be honest, it's not something I, I've ever been uh, interested in. And uh, you know, my wife who's Canadian and, and lived with me for four years in England before we came over here. You know, Shari and I have been to Buckingham Palace, we've been to Windsor Castle. Um, Shari was interested in in a lot of that merch um but again i think it's a personal choice you can understand at a time of such outpouring of emotion why why people would want to try and have a keepsake Mm -hmm. um i have no difficulty with it at all i mean i said it maybe because i've been in the military and for example you know i had the queen's insignia on my officer's cap um i i i don't need that because because i've been in a privileged position but yeah, for, for the people who want to go out and mark the, the occasion and have a keepsake, why not? Why not? If that's, if that's our passion. Fair enough. In the meantime, we appreciate how generous you have been with your time, Andy, speaking with us last weekend, uh, giving us an update on your thoughts uh, this morning. Thank you so much. Well, it's been a pleasure and uh, any time. Stuff. That is Andy Johnstone, expat living in Calgary, former British military, who's had lunch with Queen Elizabeth II and has, uh, you know, obviously been in uh, similar situations with the now King Charles, Mm -hmm. formerly Prince Charles.